Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Herb Weisbaum, the consumer man, is with us, who encourages us to shop around. Is that not right, Herb? Oh, I always believe the oldies. If Smokey says shop around, man, you shop around. <laughs> I was draw, trying to draw a little tie-in to your... No, to work together. That, yeah, does, that yeah. really worked this time. Yeah. By the way, before we start, um, uh, I want to talk to John Landecker, the former boss jock, not John Landecker, the amazing talk show host. Uh, <sighs> you forgot to ask me how I was, and I couldn't tell you that I just got back from London, England. We did a side trip to Liverpool, and I met these four lads that say they have a really cool uh, band. That's going to be a hit someday. <laughs> if if, uh, yeah. if uh, Brendan takes a look at my uh, Facebook page, you'll see the picture of that. I took, you know where I took the picture? Right uh, by the Mercy, by the ferry, by the ferry, by across the Mercy. mercy. Jerry, you know and the who Jerry and the Pacemakers. Yeah. I'm not as old as you, but I know every oldie between here and tomorrow. <laughs> we ought to have a little competition sometime. I can guess it in three notes or less. My brother and I do that every weekend. He's in Philly. He calls me up. He gives me the song, and I've got to give him the artist. Oh, I could do that. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, I just thought I'd share All that right. story with you because well, you was, know, we did hey, the, Beatles, the Beatles tour. You know, we're always looking for new ideas. Maybe there's something in that, Herb. I mean, you know, that'd be fun. <laughs> oh, so, name it and claim it. <laughs> name it and claim it. Brother. I won that once. I won that once. <laughs> what did you claim? I got um, um, my green tambourine by the Lemon Pipers, yeah. and I actually had them at my college school. Uh, I went to Upper Marion High School in, uh, outside of King of Prussia, and King of Prussia sure. and I actually had them at a concert, and yeah. they didn't have the reverb, so the guy went, listen while I play, yay, 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 my green tambourine. All right. Checkbooks. Enough of that. Checkbooks top shopping tips. Shop like a pro. What does that mean? Well, we just did a podcast all about this, a Consumerpedia that I did, and we also have an article that one of our editors wrote. And, you know, believe it or not, John, it is shopping time. About yes. 26% of the people start shopping in October, according to Bankrate.com, and another 12% started in September. And some of the holiday sales are already gone, but we decided to compile all of our tips on how to be a smart shopper into one piece. And the number one tip is, and I think we've talked about this before, but it's really timely now, is you've got to be aware of fake sales and a lot of the other retail tricks. Everybody is advertising discounts. Everybody's offering sales. And the problem is that in many cases, it's hype and not legitimate sales, mm -hmm. not legitimate markdowns. We actually did a research project. Consumers Checkbook did a research project. 33 weeks, we tracked sale prices at 24 major retailers and found that most of the discount claims were not discounts at all, but an attempt to mislead. They never really sold the item at the higher price. They crossed out the list price. They crossed out the regular price, but they re rarely, if ever, charge that price. So that is our number one tip is just take it easy. Ignore the hype as much as you can. The bottom line, John, is it's what price you walk out the door. You know, I hear people say, I save 60%. I save 70%. No. What did you walk out the door with the item? And how does that price compare to the other stores that sell the same product? That's the bottom line when you're doing your shopping if you want to save money. And that leads 
basically a tip number two, which is that you have to comparison shop. All stores do not sell everything at the same price. Some are running sales, some have discounts, some have overstock, and they're trying to get rid of it. And thanks to the Internet, you can use search engines to find who's got the best price and what's going on. You can check with some of the big stores. You can just do a Google search. We have a couple of smartphone apps and websites that we have done that scour the Internet for the deals that we like, so I'm just going to recommend them. They are PayPal Honey. PayPal Honey, Price Grabber, Shop Savvy, and Yahoo Shopping. And then there's also a price shopping tool that looks at the price history on Amazon. It's called Camel, Camel, Camel. They liked it so much they named it three times. Camel, Camel, Camel dot com. <laughs> and that will tell you what something has sold for on Amazon for the past year. Now, it doesn't mean that Amazon always has the lowest prices because, as we found, it doesn't always have the lowest prices. But it gives you a little price history of the item so you can take advantage of the of the knowledge to know where they're mm-hmm. getting a good price. And and Jamie Lettuce, our editor who wrote the story, is on the Consumerpedia podcast with me, who is an absolute super shopper. Her quote in the podcast, John, was, my mother told me you never pay retail, and damn it, I never do. Um, <laughs> she she will compare prices in a store. She will, while she's looking through her waiting, she will go on her cell phone, look for the item she's about to buy, and if she finds it at a lower price, she will go up to the register and say, excuse me, I, I, you have a price-matching policy. I can get this cheaper at this store. Will you match the price? And in almost all the cases, they do. She knows the price matching policy before she goes in. But that's just she just does not go away without getting some kind of savings. And God bless her for that. What about these promo codes? Are they yeah. are they legit? Is it a real thing? Sure. Promo codes are something that uh, you can really save money. So, you know, you, and the nice thing about promo codes is that it, this is basically when you're shopping online, which is where a lot of people do their shopping and their holiday shopping. Yeah. If, if there's a line that says there's a space, it's a promo code, that, that means there's one out there somewhere. There may not be one at that moment in time, but it means the website accepts promo codes. It'll lower the price. Uh, we like uh, websites called Coupon Cabin. Retail Me Not and Slick Deals, again, three websites that track these things, Coupon Cabin, Retail Me Not, and Slick Deals. You can join and search for coupons. Maybe you can save 10% off, 20% off. I've seen them 35 and 40% off. Sometimes you may get free shipping when there's no free shipping. Uh, so there's a lot of opportunities there. And uh, just know that these things do work. And, uh, and, you know, every time it can't work, you know, it doesn't work every time. There may not be one. But the right. great thing is, you can stack this on top of any other offer you may have from the retailer. Just put that on there. And again, that's the idea you'll see as we go through this. The more discounts you can stack upon each other, the better shopper you are. And a lot of things you can right. You can do the coupon. You can do the promo code. Uh, we talked in the story about using um, uh, cashback portals. That's another thing that you can do. These are shopping website portals that you that they get a deal from the store to get you to shop at the store. One of the big ones is called Rakuten. There's also Beef Frugal, Mr. Rebates, and Coupon Cabin again. So they make deals with all the big retailers, thousands of retailers. We're gonna, you know, help you get business 
And they drive so much business to these stores that the stores are willing to give them a commission and they share the commission with you, the person buying. So you can see on the thing, shop here through them, get 1% off at Nordstrom, get 2% off at Target, get 3% off at wherever. Um, You know, I've seen some as high as 12% or more uh, where there is something. You can even buy software sometimes and get money back from these things, a significant uh, discount. So, again, if you're not checking these things, you're just leaving money on the table. What about social media? What about Facebook? What about TikTok and all of that? Is there something to be gained from that? Well, I'm not a big social media guy, but Jamie, our super shopper, says if you can connect with a retailer, not just any ad you see anywhere on Facebook, because you don't know if it's true or not, but if you connect with the retailer, so you, you you follow that retailer, you may get special offers from them, or the other easy way to do it is... You'll get, you'll get some email, but if you join, uh, get the on the email list of your favorite store, they will send you uh, stuff all the time. You'll get early notices to sales. You will get uh, certain discounts. You'll get certain specials that other people don't have. So by either using uh, the uh, social media or just getting the uh, signing up for their their uh, clubs or whatever you have. I have a restaurant here in Seattle, John, I go to, and every time if you go to the store, just go to their website and put in, I went to your restaurant, you get a 20% off coupon for the next time you go back, which is where I'm taking my friend tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) See? There's a a lot of ways to save. It works. Yeah. Yeah. And I see some of these things that we've uh, discussed before. For instance, uh, protect yourself by paying with a credit card. Tell that story again, or that yeah, tip, that's, rather. That's absolutely critical to me. If you're if you're shopping online, you've got to pay with a credit card because you have the most protections. Uh, if you uh, are a victim of fraud or defective merchandise or the item doesn't come, you can dispute the charge with a credit company, card company, and they will take care of you. It is much, much harder if you use uh, a, uh, a debit card. If yeah. you're buying with buy now, pay later, which a lot of people are using, remember there's a third company now in between you and the merchant. If there's a problem, the one may point the finger at the other, which we found out before. Well, deal with a retailer. No, deal with a buy now, pay later company. And the big the big concern is with the economy and inflation, the people will stack these buy now, pay later deals one on top of the other and use them for all sorts of purchases when they don't really have the money. You can get into financial trouble. You know, they say they're not like credit cards, but if you use a whole bunch of them all at mm-hmm. once, you know, you can get in trouble. Maybe use one if you know you can make the payment to improve your cash flow. Pay that one off and then move to the next if you want to. But don't be stacking a whole bunch of these up one on top of the other. That's where you're going to get into trouble. You know, and a lot of people might be buying some items that um, <clears throat> when they do, they're offered an extended warranty. Your advice is to skip that. Yeah, absolutely. The retailers make a huge amount of money from extended warranties. If you got a good item, a good product, you absolutely don't need it. And they sell it on everything. I once bought a calculator, John. I think it was $12 (laughs) or $15. Would you like to buy an extended warranty on that? On a $12 calculator? Are you kidding me? You know, no, that's where they're making their money. And you really want to steer clear. The only thing I suggest, and Consumer Reports started a few years ago, is if it's something where you know it's going to easily break, like I was traveling with my laptop when I was with CBS, and I'd always drop it, and I'd always break it, and so I got yeah, the extended yeah. warranty on a laptop because that's so likely to break, something like that. If you're a klutz with your cell phone and you're always breaking the glass, maybe you want to sign up for one of the programs like Apple Care or whatever. But in general, that's a good deal for the merchant and not a good deal for you. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. 2Xfinity and beyond. John. 
Well, how about this? This article is something that I have been thinking about for a long time because of all of these different offers of of higher G, you know, like 5G, 6G, 7G, 8G, 9G. You know, what is it? Is it real? And you say here, Internet service branding is marketing mumbo-jumbo. Please explain. Well, that's by Xfinity. Um, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and the reason why Brendan brought it back up to you again was because there's a uh, an update to this story. We told people that when Xfinity is saying it has a 10G network, what does that really mean? Because yeah. people think of 5G with wireless. There is no 10G with wireless. In the Internet world, there is 10G. It stands for gigabits per second. But the only way you can get... 10G with Comcast if you is if you have a special line and you pay a high fee and have the fiber optic line run from your house oh, okay. to the street. It's not what most people are getting when they see the advertising 10G. The whole network is not 10G. The whole network is 1.2G. But the oh. uh, the news the new news here is that the National Advertising Division of the Better Business Bureau uh, just a week or so ago determined that Comcast quote did not provide a reasonable basis for its 10G claims, and they recommended that the company discontinue those claims or qualify them to, A, make clear that Comcast is implementing improvements that will enable it to achieve 10G, and that it's aspirational, meaning we're not there yet, or B, use 10G in a manner that is not false or misleading. So again, just to recap, almost everybody who's on the Comcast network is getting between 1.2 and maybe 2Gs. There's nowhere near 10Gs unless you pay an extra amount of money for that and have the line, the fire optic line, run from your house to to them at your expense. So the Better Business Bureau wow. sort of agreed with yours truly that that Man. is a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, and maybe it's a time to stop by using something that could potentially mislead people. Uh, I'm going to run a fiber optic from my house to whatever their hub is, and I'm going to pay for it? Of course. Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, I think fiber optic is something that eventually, I don't know if you agree or not, and maybe I'm wrong, is coming, but it's not everywhere yet in fact right. fiber optic is yeah. in a lot of places but it's always the last mile to your house and right. it's also the 10g is coming if you look at the uh, internet and television association's website it calls it future technology yeah right. someday we're going to get there but the biggest thing is mixing because john q public you and i don't talk about internet with 10g we talk about cell phone with right. 10g 5G, and the, and the fear is that some people will confuse this and think it's so much faster. Oh, by the way, uh, I asked the uh, one of the head PR guys what it would cost to have the 10G service at my house. Forget the line charge, and it's $299 per month. People oh, complain about, what a deal. about their bills now, $299 per month. So, But what about the other carriers? I guess they're cell phone carriers who are advertising a lot about, you know, convert 5G. to... 5G, 5G. Is that legit? There is really 5G. The problem is, and I warned about this way back when, is that it was a lot of hype, uh, and it's probably, uh, and it's still the case, you know, 5G has not changed the world. Uh, You know, uh, you can, you know, 5G is so fast that, you know, you can download a movie in one minute or something like that. Um, I I don't have 5G, and my cell phone is just fine. I have no problem. I haven't switched over yet. It has not changed the world. You know, I think people were expecting you could download a movie before they even, you know, shot the scenes or something. 
something. But uh, <laughs> yes, it's true. Yes, it's coming. Um, but uh, five and it's the new thing. And if you get a new phone, odds are it's going to have it on there. But no, five G um, did not change the world. By the way, one last thing I just sure. want to share with you, if I could, yeah. before we run out of time. Absolutely. Uh, back to the back to the holiday shopping. We didn't talk about store credit cards. You know, when you go to the retail the counter, there. Would you like to get our Macy's Target fill in the blank credit card, and you can save ten percent, twenty percent today on your purchase? Yeah, yeah. Keep in mind, a new study came out yesterday. Rates for retail credit cards have now reached the highest level ever. 29% 29% on oh average. God. The average Visa or MasterCard is 21%. So, again, if you use it, get the discount and pay it off in full. Immediately. No interest and it's fine. Yeah. If you if you carry a balance, it's one of the highest rate credit cards you can possibly have, averaging 29. Some of them are in the 30s now. It's averaging 29 wow. Versus 21. And again, we have all these shopping tips on consumerpedia.org. We talk a lot more uh, tips and tricks. And I just want to save you money if you're going to, because everybody's got a tight budget for this holiday season. You You shouldn't spend more than you have to. What about the uh, podcast? Yeah, consumerpedia.org is the podcast. And next time we talk to you, John, because I'm just finishing up editing right now, we come out on Thursday. The new podcast is How to Pick a Good Credit Card. Ooh. That's one we'll talk about next time because there's a lot of things you really need to know before you just accept that offer for 40,000 miles or points or whatever and say, right, yeah, right, right. I'll add that credit card to my wallet. Maybe you shouldn't. All right, Herb. Thanks again for being with us. Always good and always informative. Herb Reisbaum, the consumer well, man. Jack.